Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Heather Uncensored. Welcome everyone to Dr. Heather Uncensored. This episode is with someone who's had an extraordinary experience in the wilderness. And because I love the wilderness and I love what she says, I'm really excited to interview her. I also want to mention that my book, Transforming Trauma, A Drugless and Creative Path to Healing PTS and ACE, which is Reverse Childhood Experiences, will be launched by Hammersmith Books on September 29th. This is 2022. And I really encourage you, if you have a favorite bookstore, to ask them to carry it. That would be so awesome for me. Thank you so much. And on to Marta McCrary. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dr. Heather Uncensored. I am absolutely thrilled to have Marta McCary on today. She is has had adventures that are extraordinary. And I will let her tell you who she is and talk about her stories. And you'll see why I think she's an extraordinary woman. Welcome, Marta. Oh, thank you, Dr. Heather. And I also uh, thank you for your work and your podcasts. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) I think it's really ways of reaching a lot of people out there with truth. So uh, great work, Heather. And uh, thanks for having me on. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. So tell Uh, everyone about you. Well, my bio is a bit unusual in that I spent quite a bit of time in the wilderness and those immersions set the course and the purpose of my life. Uh, Another aspect of my life that is kind of unique is that I went after formal training in the wisdom traditions of the East and I managed to stay with that training over the decades. But it really was the near-death experiences in the wilderness that propelled my life in the direction of training so that I could learn how to prepare for what I saw coming. I can't wait to hear them. (laughs) So excited. (laughs) We'll get more into that in the interview. But um, also I was, uh, after the uh, the wilderness, I had to reintegrate into society and I became a mother and a registered nurse. As an RN, I work mostly in the hospital settings. I attended to women uh, giving birth in labor and delivery. And later in my career, I tended to those in the dying process in hospice. Wow. And then about 20 years ago, I put uh, several years of training into um, uh, being a professional human design analyst. And for those who uh, don't know what human design is, just a, a very brief nutshell is that human design realigns us within the natural laws with the mechanics of how energy works so that as multidimensional human beings, we can bring our lives back into a deeper harmony, knowing our our unique nature, understanding how energy works, and uh, that can really enhance our relationships and uh, help us um, be more on track with our, uh, our potential. It shows us our unique part in the whole. So you can check out my website for more of a comprehensive explanation of what human design is. And um, with that said. What is your website? 
It's uh, it's um, spiritualprepper.com, spiritual-prepper. Don't forget the dash, spiritual-prepper.com. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, I looked at it. It's so interesting. Nice. So um, with that, is this a good time to dive into the wilderness? And the- Yes. All well, right. <laughs> so um, as a teenager... I walked out of civilization and immersed myself into the Northern Canadian Rockies. I had minimal experience, no weapons, no tent, <laughs> and, and minimal gear. But I, I was heeding uh, this, this inner voice that encouraged me to go as deep into the wilderness as I possibly could go. I remember then, you were 19 years old, so it was yeah. not having a tent, not having anything to take care of you. It was pretty wild, huh? Pretty wild. But you know what? I was uh, I followed that guidance because I had a hunger for truth. I wanted to understand what it really means to be human. I wanted to understand why civilization felt so wrong to me mm-hmm. I wanted to learn how to live in the wild but basically I wanted to understand reality and my place in it as a human so off I went uh, uh, trekking up into the uh, rocky snowy mountaintops to ask the the creator <laughs> of this exquisite creation directly <laughs> what the heck is going on here on our planet but it, but it was my hunger for truth and my soul questions that motivated me to stay out there and keep going, which ended up being 14 months wow. in, in uh, two wilderness areas. So, uh, uh, And you have a book one, that they can read about this. Let's be clear. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's called Miracle in the Mountains. It's a riveting true story of trekking through the northern wilderness and uh, near-death revelations of a divine plan. And uh, of course, in the first few months of my journey, I was, I was pretty scared. I was, uh, I, you know, it was the fastness and all the potential dangers around every corner. You know, I was overwhelmed and found myself in, in quite a hypervigilant state. And, uh, praying for protection all the time. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but after, after a few blown, uh, after a few uh, full-blown, unbelievable miracles that saved my life, I then realized that my prayers for protection were actually working. Wow. So ultimately, uh, trust became my protection. Right. In the wilderness, I was caught in a rainstorm all night, and my sleeping bag got totally soaked. I became entirely paralyzed from hypothermia, and through all of that, I suddenly found myself floating out in the solar system, looking back at Earth, and I was uh, observing this extraordinary peace. And acknowledging a wise, omnipresent, divine presence with me. It it felt like there was no boundaries of space, this loving presence, or my perceptions. 
And from there, I saw these massive cosmic waves of light slowly moving toward our solar system. And it was then that my spirit understood this divine communication was explaining that these galactic waves will be a key marker of evolutionary time for humanity. And that these cosmic waves will also bring massive changes to our planet. Years later, I discovered that this cosmic wave of light is actually real. It is called the galactic current sheet. And according to astrophysicists, this uh, galactic current sheet has arrived in our solar system, and it is greatly responsible for uh, uh, our Earth, uh, a lot of our Earth changes. It's partly responsible for extreme climate changes, and it's um, creating uh, extreme magnetic and atmospheric changes as well as well as solar changes and all of the other planets in our solar system are going through similar changes that we are. And you can, you can find plenty of the evidence for this galactic current sheet on my website with links to investigating everything that I'm sharing with you. But the, but astrophysicists confirm that. that yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. You're not just making it up. Nope. I mean, I had to, you know, I, I always wondered, you know, what I was seeing out there. And that's why I sought after the uh, indigenous people and indigenous elders. I wanted to understand more deeply what I had experienced. And, right. you know, if, if there was something real about that. And sure enough, all the uh, near-death experiences and everything that I had experienced in that state uh, was verified through indigenous prophecy and biblical prophecy. Wow. Wow. And that was in Alaska or that was in Vancouver or which tribes? So that was up in the southwestern portion of the uh, Yukon in uh, Canada, right. uh, part of the Rockies. Uh -huh. I, it was near Kluwani National Park in that area. Uh -huh. uh, most of that occurred there. Um, yeah. And what else was your question? No, that, that was it. Just, you know, if there was a specific tribe or do all the tribes see um, understand those prophecies. Right, right. And, you know, I, I did learn quite a bit about the hunting guides that I was with and they, they, I was profoundly influenced by them. I believe they were Matisse and uh -huh. Crow. Uh -huh. And I wrote about that in the book and added uh, quite a bit of really fascinating cultural information about their history uh -huh. And what they had shared with me and others on that journey right. about where they came from and what their lives were like and what it was like growing up with their uh, grandparents and, and how they went on the old hunts with their grandparents and those type of things. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there were um, in that 
you know, I was also experienced immeasurable, so fulfilling divine love. And I learned that divine love is real, that it is omniscient and omnipresent and benevolent and omnipotent. And so I learned directly from wandering around the wilderness that uh, this supreme intelligence does hear our prayers. Right. Ask and ye shall receive is a principle of our gorgeous magical universe. Right. I think sometimes we can use some of those reminders. Exactly. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and so when I did uh, return to civilization and uh, I made my way to indigenous elders and I adopted much of their old ways because I resonated so deeply with with, uh, the way that they perceive uh, reality, the way they uh, relate with nature. Right. And, uh, and that resonated with me. So I spent quite a bit of time with uh, indigenous elders and they shared with us about their prophecies and that uh, what they shared with us is that we're in the fourth world now and we're about to transition into the fifth world. And according to their prophecies, all the signs are here that we are indeed getting fairly close to this great shift. Wow. So what did that tell you or teach you or give you? Uh, to what the, uh, what the elders were sharing? Yeah. It, it definitely uh, touched me in an extraordinarily profound way because the near-death experiences, and folks, when a person has a near-death experience, Uh, it's felt as exponentially more powerful than ordinary waking consciousness. It's a type of experience where the soul feels that it's perceiving things in an absolute knowing. And and so when you experience these things, it, it stands out in your life as you know, a zenith or, or, you know, it's just so extraordinary. And to have those experiences validated by the elders and by prophecies was quite uh, astonishing to me. I bet. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some of the signs that they're talking about was, uh, we'll see increasing insanity among the people that, you know, not living in harmony with life and the obvious consequences, you know, of that. They also talked about, this is fascinating. They talked about gender confusion and that people wouldn't know if they were a man or a woman. Uh Uh-huh. They talked about uh, spirits and demons flying around and coming in and out of bodies, which, by the way, is if you're pretty solid within yourself and you have uh, a a good, positive, spiritual alignment, uh, there's no demon or evil, you know, we're, we're very safe. We're very power, more powerful than we think we are. And we can 
maintain the integrity of our energy body very well by intending that, being very clear about that and asking for divine protection. Because I believe we will be seeing a lot of pretty wild stuff happening on the planet and a lot of uh, um, kinds of, uh, um, you know, uh, phenomena, spiritual phenomena, reality will be morphing and changing. Mm -hmm. The elders talked about spider webs in the sky. And I think that that may be uh, the geoengineering and the climate manipulations that we've been having. Um, They instructed us to live close to earth in a natural way. So what about the 61 million that's going to the Yurok tribe for the... <laughs> right for what's not really natural <laughs> right for all, you think about that land as being so pure without the i don't know what you call it like uh emfs you know the wi-fi and certainly they deserve to have it but i also see it as a shame that that land up there seems so pure and you know, what is the $61 million really going to do to that? Oh my gosh, exactly, exactly. Another mystical experience that I had that was up there, and it's in my book, all of these, uh, in fact, these uh, near-death experiences and these uh, all of the divine messages you can find on my website. So if we don't cover it all here, you can, uh, it's all in, in colorful detail, on the website. And it's in your book, no? And it's in the book. Yeah. In even more colorful detail. <laughs> right. So in this experience, uh, I was up there. We were at the, the farthest that we, our hunting outfit had gone into, into the mountains and were very high elevation. And uh, everybody had, the guides and the hunters had gone to sleep. And I was uh, pretty close to the fire and I was starting to fall asleep. And I felt and heard this like a like wings over my body. And I sat up thinking, what the heck? And my Malamute furry wolf dog friend was also sitting up as if he felt something unusual as well. And then I heard quite clearly uh, a male voice, uh, as I as I said, very audible, just like your voice or my voice. There was nothing that I could imagine about it. It was quite clear. And this voice, loving voice, uh, said, take in a deep breath. Well, I felt no resistance to this voice, so, so I took in a deep breath. And I felt waves of just, oh, this love and warmth and kind of an ecstasy. And the the angel uh, presence said, see, you will be breathing in most of your sustenance. Your bodies will become more light and less dense. You will need very little food. And then the angelic presence said, you will be able to live anywhere on this earth and you will need no possessions. So as crazy and wild as that sounds to us right now, I do believe that this divine message 
indicates the level to which we will be transforming Mm -hmm. during this great shift. And uh, I think that some of your listeners um, already know that this shift is beginning to happen. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, and another point I think is interesting here because I had those experiences uh, over four decades ago. There, it's possible that timelines may have shifted. And if uh, a timeline shifts, the outcome also shifts. And um, But I do believe that no matter what happens on the physical plane, that ultimately we do return to source and that humanity is victorious and that indeed we are headed toward uh, a more utopian paradigm. I, in one of the near-death experiences, I did have a cosmic glimpse into the fifth world in which uh, the indigenous elders shared is where we're going from the fourth world to the fifth world. And that was uh, uh, quite a glimpse, a a soul view into something just unbelievably beautiful. You know, I mean, the I got a, a frequency feeling of that, uh-huh. and uh, it, it 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 was just you know we we come into such a profound harmony with life and with one another, and we can be fully ourselves and play and create and be free and build a new paradigm. It was just it it was absolutely beyond imagination of how magnificent it what we are going to is how inspiring uh, how exciting how hopeful <laughs> with all oh, the you know right now <laughs> i would love to ex- if we have another couple minutes can i share please uh, uh, this okay. is your time marta go ahead <laughs> so in another near death I experienced this great earth-shaking event that um, I was in a kind of macrocosmic state of awareness where I was experiencing many things all at once. And it felt to me like we all we were all inside of this unified collective awareness and we were all experiencing this global event together. Mm. And uh, what I was perceiving was that the light in the sky was really bright. Mm. I didn't see a solar flash, but the light was brilliant. And uh, at the same time, I perceived the grid going down. But interestingly, I remember inwardly celebrating a sense of liberation uh, from all of the um, heaviness and hardship that this the system has been has been on us, mm. and then I experienced this incredibly powerful cosmic divine love pour into every cell of every living being, mm. all the trees, all the plants, all the animals, all the humans. It was a tremendous uplifting a frequency Mm. and we were all in an incredible sublime awe Mm. and the sublime understanding 
of everything we had been through in the past and why our earth journey had been so arduous and painful. So we were in this unified consciousness, experiencing this together, and we all witnessed our sky being purified, all of the earth waters being purified, our earth was purified, all in this frequency upgrade. So to me, it felt like heaven was descending upon earth, and in one moment, Everything and everyone was radically changed. And that's when I viewed into the fifth world. Wow. This is also parallels uh, biblical prophecy, actually quite closely to my astonishment. Um, And how did you determine that? Uh, well, I found in, oh boy, I don't have my notes right here, but I, I believe it's in First Thessalonians, verse 4, chapter 16 to 18, that describe precisely what I had experienced. Only in my experience, I had um, full-blown detail color added into what the Bible outlines as it describes uh, a moment where there's a complete shift and that uh, we are uplifted into the clouds. I experienced myself and all of us being uplifted and that there was, uh, sorry for the noise outside, there was a great upliftment and we were all liberated And uh, my soul in that experience felt like I had been waiting for this moment for eons. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Yeah. Ah, so. um, Yeah, any more um, questions? I mean, so I wanted to know about your. When you work with people, how you determine what they need to hear? In terms of the human design work? Yes. Human design, we need the the person's birth, date, time, and place. Uh Because according to human design, the theory is that the moment that we leave the water of the moon, of the womb and we were in the air, that there is a genetic imprint that takes place at that moment Uh as in the macrocosm of the planets and the stars. So below is etched into every cell of our body, this imprint. Mm -hmm. So as as an analyst, I'm reading the imprint that represents your unique nature, your part in the whole, your... Uh, how you navigate uh, energy and how uh, how it helps you to find your way through your own inner authority, how to access that inner authority, and uh, which a lot of us know reminders to to uh, guide your way in making wise decisions for your life that you're becoming more and more who you really are, uh-huh. and you're your soul's divine destiny right 
Oh, okay, that's how it works. Interesting. Right, right. The readings usually last four to five hours, oh and many report that they're quite life changing. It's so exciting because I see these inherent gifts and strengths in people that oftentimes they've forgotten that they have. The map is and and so precise. People are blown away. But in general, my intention here is to kind of gently alert people that there's more changes coming. Uh-huh. And that these changes will lead us ev- eventually and ultimately into a new paradigm. Right. That universal laws and principles. And that brings humanity back in harmony with life and the cosmos. But also that these changes are so intense that it really is wise to prepare and prepare on every level, especially spiritually, because once we're aligned spiritually, everything else comes into alignment. There's a cosmic understanding. There's a bigger understanding of what's actually going on and what our part is in that. So the spiritual alignment is really important because it's going to it could be overwhelming at times with the changes that we may that we may have to endure in all of this transition so we need to we need to know how to regroup ourselves recenter ourselves how to hold on to our sanity mm-hmm. and our elders told us um Again, that that one of the signs of the shift coming is that more people would be struggling with sanity. And so if you look at my website, I I go into the how to prepare, which is part of my whole life journey and all of uh, delving into the wisdom traditions and the training and staying with that training um, you know, to the point of my teachers passing the traditional torch of teaching, meditation. Although in their wisdom, they don't expect me to be uh, teaching any set religion or set, you know, system of philosophy because I, you know, the human spirit cannot be contained within any kind of system or a box or a, or a set philosophy we, we, we truly are cosmic beings and we should all have the freedom to explore and find out for ourselves directly with life, with nature, with one another, with spirit, with wisdom traditions, exploring all these things for ourselves so that we can, we can discover through direct experience what it really means to be human, what it means to be ourselves right. and, and, and how to move forward. So that that was uh, pretty much, uh, you know, the, what my life training came to because I was so motivated by understanding these uh, near-death experiences and, and right. you know, going, going through the um, indigenous journey as well. Yeah, I also saw, read that you had experienced the cold water with, was it with the Squamish in Vancouver? Which are you okay? I missed that word. Oh, you're you're silent now. Oh, 
Oh, there we go. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. It's the Salish. Piece. The Salish. Uh-huh. And uh, if if people know the Salish people, uh, they might remember Grandpa Vince Stogan and Mom Stogan, his wife. They were uh, elders, leaders of their people. And I had the great good fortune to meet them and spend time, much time with them. And uh, they taught us that one of their old ways was going down to the river before, like at the crack of dawn and sometimes breaking the ice and everyone in the tribe goes. Vince said, grandma's babies, everybody, everyone goes in the water every day. Every day. Their prayers in the water. And this this is at the crack of dawn. Right. Right. I'm losing you again with the audio. Oh, and and there have been, uh, of course, uh, I've adopted that practice in my life as well, jumping in the river here in the winter. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. You're the Van Dusen River. The Van Dusen River, right? Can you hear? I can hear you now, but I think maybe we should... (laughs) Is there anything else you wanted to say? Because I'm a, I am worried that we're going to just be cut out completely. Okay. I want to remind people to contact me at spiritual-prepper.com. That's my website, spiritual-prepper.com. And my email is spiritual-prepper at protonmail.com. Okay. That's protonmail.com. And again, the, uh, all of the near-death experiences are described on my website, as well as links to investigating the galactic current sheet and uh, the prophecies and all of what I'm talking about, and also how to prepare for what is coming. Wonderful. And, uh, and I definitely want to thank you, Heather. <laughs> Thank you for holding the bright torch of truth in our oh, world. Yeah. What else can we do, right? Plus, <clears throat> <laughs> it's my pleasure. Um, well, I wish, you know, I wish we had, we'll revisit this. It's just that I don't want you to be cut off without saying what you just said. So thank you so much, Marta. I just find the whole, it all really fascinating and exciting and um, love that you have that website. I love that you have that book that people can get on Amazon and if anybody is a literary agent or publisher listening to this, she needs a publisher or an agent, and the book is totally worth it. It's just so fascinating. Very few people have experiences like Marta has had, and uh, you never know. Maybe they'll make a movie out of it, but that's not what's important right now. I, know. <laughs> I just thought of that. I thought, oh, it would make a great movie. I could just see you walking into the wilderness and all things <laughs> happen. But I the, mean, I think there, you know, there's some place in all of us that wish we could do something like that. You know, yeah, just yeah, take just it out further. Out there. Yeah, <laughs> take it out. Take our lives out uh, in a direction that we may be terrified, but it's exciting. You know, I probably should even do a, a disclaimer here in that. 
it is more likely that a modern person would not survive something like that. And, you know, you know we never really right. do know uh-huh. if our prayers will save us. Right. So definitely have experience, good skills and good gear. Right. And uh, it's not wise to go out there alone. No, right. Well, you made it through your life and you have a great story to tell and, and great things to say at this time. So thanks, honey. Hey, thanks, Heather. Thanks for having me. My pleasure, for sure.